Hey guys, welcome to the audio version of the We Transform show. If you wish to see the video of this episode, do click the YouTube link in the description here. So one roadblock I think being a sole entrepreneur and that to being a female is mm-hmm. that you have to do a lot of things on your own. Okay. Now one thing is this that since I am starting with my startup, I just cannot go into the market and hire people. Mm-hmm. so everything that has to be done from 0 to 10 has to be done by me alone okay. even if it's about contacting people it's about making the creatives it's about uh handling all the social media handles it's about doing the marketing doing the core of my business providing reports talking to people taking counseling sessions doing the promotions advertising and everything has Full to be house. done alone Hello guys welcome to the We Transform show a show where we bring real life transformers and know their stories in the first person because we believe that everybody can transform and there is no right or wrong time of transformation today our guest is Amya Madan she is the founder of Ecrivons and a graphologist which means a certified handwriting and signature expert she is a graduate of psychology a passionate public speaker a member of wiki all this in a young age of just 22 she helps students and corporate to understand their personality and persona and find the right path today we'll talk about her early life her struggle her dream and then her transformation we'll understand how she is helping people and how she is taking this new experience of being an entrepreneur so ladies and gentlemen let's welcome amya madan to the show hey amya welcome to the show today Hi Lok, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to have a conversation with you today. I'm delighted as well because I keep seeing your post. I and they they add incredible value and I really see you all around in LinkedIn as well. So guys, let me tell you we are connected on LinkedIn and I see Amya doing a lot of podcasts, lot of shows, lot of appearances in different circles. Uh in last couple of months she has been very very active. and that really and and her story is incredible so i it really made important for her story to be presented in this show and that's how amya is here so guys let's get started and before i do that let me tell you guys amya would be the youngest person joining our show today so congratulations for being thank the youngest you. person on this show amya thank you so much it's really a pleasure to be here wonderful amya so tell me something about how your story started what was the beginning of your story so uh, as far as i remember in the childhood days the amma in the childhood was a very shy little girl who doesn't used to speak much with the people around and i even remember in one of the ptms in class third mm-hmm. that my teacher complained to my parents that this girl doesn't speak at all in the class like i was good in academics i used mm-hmm. to score good but i don't used to speak and a lot with the people i had just a close set of friends with whom i used to sit for the lunch break otherwise i used to be really very quiet and that was a complaint that came in one of my ptms in class third however i don't know how the transformation happened in me after that ptm 
that mm-hmm. in the way next pt my teacher complained that she has now become the most talkative uh, student in the class <laughs> but that i think was a real transformation because that helped me build in more confidence in me and that led me to talk to more people interact with them that i am at a place today that as you told that i am conducting a lot of talk shows i am a part of a lot of interviews and podcasts which was i think really very important and that struck my mind that yes i need to speak up mm-hmm. before that i don't know my teachers had that i which could identify that i could really speak well in front of the audience and mm-hmm. i still remember and my parents also tell me the story that when i got admitted into the school like it was in class nursery that one of the teachers called my parents and said that there is a role play competition that is there within a week's time and your child has to prepare a speech and give it in front of the stage as in an inter school competition and the speech would be like she has to role model abdul kalam okay now i was in class nursery i had like i th- had no idea and even i don't remember how i spoke it but that is what my parents tell me that i won the second prize and that was the day the first time i stepped onto the stage and wow. since then i think i have been stepping onto the stage throughout my school life in the college as well i used to host all the shows become the mc and all but there has been a lot of transformation apart from one consistency that i speak a lot the transformations have been in the form of how much switches i have gone through in the career how much streams i have changed and how mm-hmm. much different skills i have tried and all so i started with the um, ambition that i wanted to become a doctor mm-hmm. as in that was a story that was inspired by some people who used to portray that becoming a doctor is a really noble profession and this is something which people who are good in studies generally do mm. so being a person who used to score good i was also made to believe that i can become a good doctor just because i scored good mm. and i feel that this is not the only criteria that should be there for choosing the career that you want to get into however whenever i got a chance to dress up like a child always has a kind of you know interest that i should dress up like this and i become something or i play the roles of different things so whenever i used to play the games i used to dress myself up sit on the table and uh, just say okay i am the boss and you have to do this and this is what okay. task has to be done mm-hmm. i don't know from where it came probably that was uh, the innate nature in me or something like that which led me to choose that particular role whenever such role plays were going on when mm-hmm. i was playing as a child however due to these academic transformations and the expectations of the school the teachers the relatives like i wouldn't name my parents because they never forced me to choose a particular career or profession mm-hmm. they just said whatever you'll do you'll do good in that mm-hmm. wow. so that expectations came out and then i even scored good like in class 10th if you score good then only you will get a particular stream and i got that particular stream which i mm-hmm. wanted because at that point of time all that was there in my mind was to become a doctor and so yeah, i single sighted uh, yeah single sided dream that exactly. you don't have to go and that get it that was a it. clear focus that mm. yes that is where you have to reach <laughs> and you mm-hmm. have to get into a good medical college and for that you have to study a lot 
and mm. i did study a lot i scored well but one thing that i never liked was the subject math and so i had to leave it anyhow there was one option for me that i had to pursue either math or either psychology and by god's grace i think that it was a happy accident that happened or a choice that i made that i left math and i chose psychology mm-hmm. however i still had to uh, you know get a lot of complaints from people this is not the way what will you do you have left math oh it is so important what profession are you going to choose which career are you going to do in without maths like mm-hmm. people have a predefined mindset that maths is compulsory and has to be there mm-hmm. however at that point of time also i showed that no it is not important even though i had less options like while i was applying for the college also mm-hmm. i had less options because everywhere maths is important but mm-hmm. still that risk taking ability was there in me and that is why i rejected taking the subject as maths mm-hmm. and i okay. started eventually liking psychology because that made me connect with people more i used to know about their personality i used to actually embrace how individual differences exist among different people right. so it's not only about knowing a person it's about actually embracing how different each individual is Mm. and everyone has their own personality all you need to do is to accept them of who they are True. and that led me to interact with more people but again the problem came like i scored well in class 12 because of which i got into a good college as well and mm-hmm. did my psychology honors mm-hmm. but as and when you grow there is again a circle of people who will come and tell you that what next what so after next? psychology graduation what next what would you do so let yeah. me ask you one thing uh, before right. you proceed uh, amya that uh, because you were preparing for medical and you i guess appeared uh, also in couple of uh, examinations so uh, i yes. guess i missed to catch that so what happened what was the outcome of that okay so i appeared for the medical entrances exams mm-hmm. and i could not score up to to get into a good medical college Okay. like it was a good score just to get into a private medical college and as mm-hmm. you know that the condition of private medical college is that you need to pay a huge lump sum amount of money mm-hmm. just to get into that college so right. that was something which i did not want like my parents are willing to spend that much huge amount that ranged from 80 lakhs to 1 crore however that is something which i didn't wanted them to mm-hmm. right. because if they do then who is going to repay the entire amount right the purpose of getting into a profession is not only to get into a profession it is such a noble cause and why to spend so much of money to that so Very i could not make up to a good medical college okay and uh, at that point of time i really felt bad because uh, because when you have so much of expectations people are expecting a lot from you and you yourself know your capabilities that yes i can do but mm. however when you are not able to make up to that point that actually makes us feel bad and looking around if other people could make yes. up to colleagues and friends my batchmates were actually dropping to get into the college but i had that idea that i don't have to drop like i cannot mm. miss out on a year i cannot sit idle at home i need to do something i let me tell you you know i can relate so well to this 
because I've been through this kind of situation. I was not a medical student, but at a one point of my life when I was growing and these were the years of 1999, 2000, pretty much when you were born or you were very little at that time, um, does not make me very old, but yeah, I'm just telling you the dates. So, <laughs> so that was the time when um, in my school, in, in a, I was a science student, getting into IIT was a very, very important thing that if you can crack an IIT JE, you know, you have just done it right at the beginning of your career. So like many other kids, I also had this dream that, you know, I'll get into engineering, I'll do IIT. And I appeared for it when I was in my class 12th and um, didn't got selected, of course, my, my score was not that high. And then I prepared for one more year because somebody said that I was getting for some colleges at that point of time. But, you know, I got a lot of suggestions that you should prepare, you sit down and one year you uh, sacrifice and you prepare and then you can get into it and all of that. I did that, but still didn't make through IIT. And I was devastated. I was feeling terrible at that point of time that what would happen? You know, I am not even IIT. I'm not even getting into any college at that point of time. And I just made right. some choices to do some things. But yeah, of course, my roller coaster is a little longer. I had a lot of falls and rises before I really got to what I really love to do. But then one day, maybe 18 years or 15 years later, I went into an IIT as a lecturer uh, to talk about innovation to the students. Awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that was a day when I realized that it is not important uh, that, you know, if you have missed something at that point of time, you can't reach at a level that you can create value. You can create impact and we right. all can do that. So I really connect to your story that, you know, you feeling really terrible at that point of time, that life bachpan ka dream tha ki to get into a medical college and it suddenly gets over. Correct. But then I guess you, you, you picked up from there, Amya, and psychology. That's very interesting. So what happened after that? So that is a decision which is the most difficult to take. Like the career you have been thinking of that I'll be becoming this and then suddenly you have to change it. Hmm. Now here nobody is forcing you to but you have no other option left to do that. However, I always kept one thing in mind as to whatever field I'm going in. I had to put in my hard work, persistence hmm. and do it with complete dedication. And that is what I did in psychology as well. But again, there were certain dilemmas that I had to overcome. As I told you, that what mm -hmm. next is the question every time you pass on one stage of your life. Yes. So again, the choice was between, there are n number of fields if I talk about psychology. There is organizational behavior, there is counseling, clinical. Now, one thing with which I came into psychology was that, okay, I'll do the master's of specialization in clinical psychology. Because mm -hmm. it is somewhere related to the medical field. Like you need to look after the patients. You need to talk to them. But what I realized after studying it for one year again was that it is not my cup of tea. Okay. Because I cannot sit on and patiently listen to a person who is coming to me to tell their problems. I love talking to people, but that doesn't mean I can sit and mm. listen to their stories. Mm -hmm. Because whosoever would be coming to me would be coming with some kind of problem or negative mindset. True. And somewhere or the other, it is going to impact my mental well-being as well. Mm -hmm. And I could not hamper that. So 
at that point of time i call it a lucky day that i got a chance to go and attend one of the b plan competitions okay. so people came there with a lot of startup ideas people discussed their presentations people discussed how are they going to go about their businesses and i think that was one single day that changed my entire focus from psychology to becoming an entrepreneur now mm-hmm. at that point of time i recalled all those role plays that i used to play in my childhood that so that became a faded memory at one point of time when you become so focused on one particular thing that you forget what you used to do in your childhood days true true and that was one day that recalled me of all those memories that no i always used to think that i have this personality to actually go up on the stage present myself and talk to people and that is what i like hmm. so why not choose a profession that actually suits your personality right and that is the same thing with which i have started my own startup as well so wow. i'll come to that later but talking about the story how that transformation happened so i thought why not do mba now so after hmm. the 3rd year i came across a person in one of the fest so that was again a happy accident that happened wherein i just wrote a sheet of paper and she said that she is going to analyze my personality just mm-hmm. by looking at my handwriting okay and i was completely shocked the way she told my personality like everything was bang on wow and that was the day i found that why not use this tool to know more about people since at that time i was pursuing psychology only so that will mm-hmm. give me an edge over others as to how i can go about knowing the people just mm-hmm. by looking at their handwriting and signature mm-hmm. so i did this whole certification course and become a certified graphologist and used to just practice this skill out of uh, knowing people by looking at the handwriting of my friends my relatives and my family but the feedback okay. they gave actually helped me to grow more into this field mm-hmm. so that was the point i thought how i can change these different things and how i can use the applications of graphology to come up with something of my own which i can probably do side by side like uh, along with pursuing mba or along mm. with pursuing my masters okay but i never knew that this dream would become my entrepreneurial baby because as i when i entered into sibm pune with a course of mba in innovation and entrepreneurship mm-hmm. somewhere or the other the <coughs> complete personality transformation occurred mm-hmm. that made me to think from a professional perspective through an entrepreneurial mindset okay and so i started looking at this skill of mine as something which can actually become my full time startup perfect and so that led me to becoming an entrepreneur and i started on this journey fantastic and that's very very inspiring amya you know i know there are a lot of uh, guys who really start very early uh, as an entrepreneur but you know uh, i think i'm meeting for the first time a person who has not got into a job has not gone through the corporate uh, ladder or the grind and straight away jumping into being an entrepreneur and doing good there so that is an amazing feat altogether and it is very very inspiring as well especially in these times you know when uh, uh, yeah especially in these times amia when you know jobs are 
limited and because of the covid-19 and lockdown scenario people have lost jobs and uh, many of right. them has not you know not getting opportunities which they used to get earlier especially college kids right. as well i was doing a session with one of the uh, college in uh, guwahati some days back some weeks back and uh, all the all the kids there were a little worried that we will be get a campus placement or not will we be hired or not but an entrepreneurial idea like this can make them stand on their own feet and that is so in- inspiring uh, to see as well uh, so tell me about uh, i'm really curious to know about this whole handwriting analysis or grapho graphology is what you call yeah. uh, because yeah. i have never witnessed it before uh, what does it do and how are you taking it forward with your venture so basically graphology is the study of all the graphic movements that you make so if mm-hmm. i ask you to write something probably the way your strokes are being formed the baselines the slants even the little i dot tells a lot about your personality traits Okay. so of course a graphologist can uh, identify approximately 300 plus personality traits from an individual's handwriting and not just the handwriting even the signature can reveal a lot about your personality okay. so that is something i took into as a focus of my venture and i mm-hmm. came up with my own venture as ecrivo mm-hmm. and it started a year back only with the a live session that i conducted in my school now mm-hmm. as you said in your story that you went to one of the iits to give a lecture mm-hmm. so this was something i had the same experience of going back to my school and conducting a career guidance session mm-hmm. within my own brand name as ecrivo through handwriting and signature analysis wow. and that was the day of the starting of my journey so that is the confusion that i came across like changing streams choosing different professions what career should i go in whether to become a doctor a psychologist and finally to an entrepreneur mm-hmm. so why not give direction to children who are going through that same age mm-hmm. had i known my personality traits at that particular point of time probably i had not done something like psychology in those 3 years no doubt it helps me a lot and mm-hmm. it is something which is already unique and people like to talk more about it but mm-hmm. there are many people who are not clear of what they can go about probably they are not even clear of which stream to choose yes because the only criteria that schools tell is that if you get more than 90% you are eligible to take science from 70 to 90% commerce and below 60% arts that is not the criteria for each and every child yes this the is so important to be their personality exactly and this is so important uh, point which you are saying right now is that the school education by far is created in a way that you can grab a good job at the end of it and right. that's how you know there are very limited options given to a kid and they just don't know so i i work on a program which is about transformations and you know i call this mountain peaks of your life so when you went into the college and you saw that entrepreneurial side of uh, people you realize that you used to love something in your childhood that role plays those were your peaks Correct. and when you reflected upon your peaks you were easily uh, able to identify what would you pr- like to pursue and slowly it becomes your passion and then one day it becomes your purpose 
but what happens in the real life it's reverse people say oh what is your purpose what is your passion hey, i don't know so a lot of time people ask me you know before that what was what you should do something about your passion and purpose what if you just don't know about your purpose what if you just don't know about your Correct. passion and a lot of people will relate to it because it is not an uncommon thing now if you can go up and help right. somebody identify that okay these are your strength area this is your personality in some way these may be the options you would love to do but yeah of course they have to go through yeah. a process of identification as you did you tried out different things and now you have found something which you're deeply passionate about and that is that is a great way to find a career so i wanted to share about one thing that that was a purpose why i conducted the session in the school because mm-hmm. one thing i always keep my clients whoever gets in touch with me is that you have got a limited span of life that the number of years that you have got is really limited so it's That's not always limited. good that yes. you try everything on your own but sometimes it's good to learn from others experiences as well right and that is how i give them the career guidance based on their handwriting and signature analysis to my venture so that they get an entire report of their strengths and weaknesses along with the, what are the different six types of fields that they can go in probably they can try their career in mm-hmm. now that depends upon their destiny as well and hard work of course but at mm-hmm. least they'll get a direction as to which way to go into this is so important i mean, i I, re- i remember growing up uh, there was nothing of this kind to give us any guidance i was little uh, you know little conscious as a kid so i used to keep searching of different options i went to a bookstore uh, there in my hometown and got some books of dale carnegie they, those were the really good self help book in those days and i started reading very early uh, they it had some insight but it also never helped me to find out what i should do uh, i would have loved somebody helping me at that point of time very early maybe mean my school days when i was right. in class 11th and 12th before choosing those subjects uh, that's incredible service uh, and i'm glad that you're doing it uh, great so what else you do you work with corporates as well right and what yes. do you do with corporates samya so it's the same thing as when the dilemma comes for a student to choose a career the sa- mm-hmm. same dilemma goes through an organization's hr or the organization was looking for a lot of candidates and they have just five seats to choose from mm-hmm. so that is how you select them now i have uh, appeared for a personal interview i have shown my cv now in the cv i have listed all the achievements in the personal interview i have talked about all the good things about me but mm-hmm. where is that subconscious part of my personality who is mm-hmm. going to reveal that now okay. that is something which i help them in knowing about the candidate who ever is applying for now for those candidates who have a really well formed cv with a lot of achievements who have also done brilliant in their personal interviews but there has to be one factor that has to distinct all of them to select mm-hmm. that one person will be the best suited for your organization mm-hmm. and that is done through giving their personality profile so i give that person's or candidate's personality profile listing down all their strengths and weaknesses and it's upon the organization which one to choose from the mm-hmm. list of uh, candidates that they have shortlisted now it's not only about choosing the one right candidate 
but it's also about if you have five options and you if you have to give five different job responsibilities to them then mm. probably i'll choose a person who is a little introvert who will take upon my commands and orders sit at one place the whole day mm. has a lot of focus mm. whom i'll keep up for software development Okay. Similarly, a person who is an extrovert likes to communicate. Probably a little diplomatic, who can convince other people. Mm-hmm. If that person has a list of these particular traits, I'll keep them in the, into sales and marketing sessions. Okay. So this is how you also identify which job responsibilities to be given to which candidate, which suits mm-hmm. their personality, okay. and that is how I help the organization. wow that's amazing that's very good uh, very good help uh, in uh, especially you are helping hr recruiters to get the right candidates and you are also in a way helping candidates to go and get the job which is right for them instead of just hopping onto right. a job because it is available and i guess that that's the misery right. of the job market we get to join a job or we kind of take a role just because it's available instead of finding out is it something which i am built for is it my true calling Correct. we just don't even talk about these things that's amazing help uh, amya and let me ask something about being an entrepreneur uh, you know this journey is full of challenges roadblocks it is not so easy and so shining and charming as it looks from outside you know calling yourself i'm the founder is incredible but you know what goes behind it is a lot of hard work what are some of your challenges as an entrepreneur and how have you overcome that so first of all as you rightly said that becoming an entrepreneur is not an easy thing and also not an easy decision so just thinking about going for a job looking for a job is a different thing but hmm. setting up a whole set of organization that stands out is another level of struggle and that requires a lot of hard work no doubt although people consider it as something which looks so fancy that mm. you are an entrepreneur you have something under your own name you are mm. the brand name but what they don't see is the sleepless nights the struggle the sacrifices compromises and so many different things that go behind it so one roadblock i think being a sole entrepreneur and that too being a female is mm-hmm. that you have to do a lot of things on your own Okay. Now one thing is this that since I am starting with my startup I just cannot go into the market and hire people. Mm-hmm. So everything that has to be done from 0 to 10 has to be done by me alone. Okay. Even if it's about contacting people, it's about making the creatives, it's about uh handling all the social media handles, it's about doing the marketing, doing the core of my business providing reports talking to people taking counseling sessions doing the promotions advertising and everything has Full to be house. done alone yes and that is i think yes and that is i think is the most difficult thing because a point comes in your life as well and it happens with me also that sometimes i get tired yaar why do i have to do everything alone True. why can't i just go and ask people who know this thing similarly uh, i remember in august uh, this year only i was mm-hmm. planning to launch my website and i made the entire website from scratch on my own so okay. being an entrepreneur you need to learn different things as well 
right i i did not know how to make digital posters so i learned using canva how i can make the digital posters because i need them for each one of my event mhm even i did not know how to leverage the linkedin and connect with a lot of people i learned that too as to what kind of post has to go in what kind of content has to be there to attract more people similarly if i had to build a website i had to learn and do an entire course of website building and build on the website on my own so these are the different struggles that a an entrepreneur had to go which people do not notice which yes. people will never be able to see because what they see is a really nice website definitely But what they don't see is every day that has to be updated and had to be made correct so important and this is such a critical thing for all of us those who are either an entrepreneur or you are pursuing and uh, thinking about entrepreneurship yes. is to understand that for some time at least till the time you achieve a space where you can hire people maybe as consultants to help you you have to do everything on your own and you know while you were telling those pointers i was just counting in my mind how many things i am doing as a entrepreneur yes. so i have made my website i have learned canva to make creatives i learned how to create videos so that you know this conversation yes. is a part of it then i also so this this all of this goes you go through you learn marketing as well you learn yes. to promote as well you learn everything and you know you put everything of course you can't take it forward like this for longer period of time because there Correct. is a point of time you need team and that's a very very important right. thing but yes uh, these things do happen and you know this this whole keyword which we hear in a business, in a in a corporate world which is called work life balance Uh, when you become an entrepreneur goes out of balance there is nothing like a work life right. balance then you <laughs> just yeah. need to get the job done there's so much on stake so much on stake right so if you uh, can and you give some most important is that yeah. yeah you have to take the responsibility and accountability for everything that you are doing and right. the point comes that sometimes you lose that internal motivation now mm. one most thing important for an, an entrepreneur is to have a large amount of internal motivation because right. you're not going to get any rewards or incentives from your organization just like right. a job right. so sometimes the point comes that that push is needed push is needed and you don't need you don't need to say sorry to anybody so now the, what happens in a normal yes. work environment you mess up big time on something and at the end of it what would happen you say oh i'm so sorry this happened you know you apologize and you move on or at at, at last what can happen you may lose the job or you may go to and get another right. job but here it's money lost and it can be a big right. amount of money it can be complete game turner altogether so right these are very very the stakes are always high and that's why uh, you have to be on your toes to keep performing but there is a thrill about it i guess there is an excitement about it every order booked every session confirmed every every discussion which goes uh you know it's yeah. like a single brick which adds up to that whole building and building that up yeah. together is the beauty of being an entrepreneur i guess that's amazing yeah. right so uh, this is uh, this is incredibly interesting to know about your uh, story amia from aspiring to become a doctor and then getting that dream shattered in front of you one day and you then picking yourself up and now you are a successful entrepreneur helping people identify what they need to do 
is his great service so if somebody wants to reach out to you to take some of your service to take your help how can we find you so i have my website which is acrewongrefology.com which mm-hmm. lists down all the services that one can get through my organization and they can book their session online and also they can even email me or contact me through my whatsapp and they can even find me on linkedin and contact me so these are the all different sources that people can come and contact me and get my services great fantastic and i'll share all the details all the links and all the social media handles in the description below so guys if you want to reach out to amia and know what she does and take her help and really want to find out about your handwriting do reach out to her guys and i also came to know that you are also in poetry you write poems as well and yeah. being a poet i guess i really love to listen something from you hear something from you before we bring it to a close so uh one thing i would like to share about the poetry is something i wrote about myself mm-hmm. so i'm going to uh, recite that only please so amma madan is my name but i don't like much fame i have turned 22 this year and i like to do things without any fear becoming an entrepreneur is my ambition and writing poetry is my passion i like to be with my friends day and night sometimes play and sometimes fight this is how i am winning the life as it's a game wow big round of applause for you amya i think this is so Thank lovely you. great so this is very inspiring and i'm so happy that you uh, got time to join us today and uh, we had this lovely conversation thank you so much for joining us on the show today thanks a lot amya thank you so much thank you So guys this was Amya Madan and what a beautiful turn she has given to one of the biggest failures or losses of her life her childhood dream was to become a doctor of course it was not her dream it was given by the society but this is what she was wishing for and when that dream got shattered and she did not got what she was looking for she pivoted she transformed and now she is somebody who is influencing a lot of other people and that is another story in our series which tells that there is no right or wrong time for transformation when the need be we all can transform and we can create a life which is made for us and made by us so guys i'll come again with another transformer next week do like and share this video do tell it to others who really need to be inspired see you next week Till then goodbye take care